fuck, fuck, and more fucks. <laughs> there you go, people. That is what you've come on here for, because today we are going to talk about brutal face. Now, goodness, where the hell do I start? Um, let's just turn that up. Where do we start? The first question that I want to ask you is, what's your relationship with your luteal phase? So the luteal phase is the phase, the two week point before your period. So it happens after ovulation. And this is when we start to see and feel and experience this like thought pattern of like, who am I? I feel like a completely different person in this phase of my cycle. I don't know who I am. Is this me? Okay. And I suppose my view's a little bit different in some ways because I see both sides. I see a lot of sides, but I see the kind of black and white sides in terms of like, we know, we can look at the human body in such a miraculous way and determine what hormones are in balance so during your luteal phase you're going to predominantly if you if you experience challenge in your luteal phase whatever you experience discomfort we can usually put that on estrogen we can usually say okay this is like an estrogen dominant phase in your cycle what can we do to support your pathways and things So that's really awesome because we have that knowledge and there's so many practitioners out there and holistic hormone specialists, which are like influencers and readers and healers that can really guide us during this time because we don't need to struggle during our period. This is, you know, this is, that is, that is a lie. It's not true. It's not fair. And there's so much history and oppression within our periods in terms of like actually knowing what the pill does to our system over time. And as much as it seems like a liberation, because it's like, yes, like it allows you to have sex and then not have a baby. The effects of it when you've been on it for a long time are are sad, are sad because it can go either two ways for women. It can it can really disrupt fertility and it can also completely cause imbalance in the body regarding the gut. And then, you know, the gut is a direct communicator with our mind, so it can affect everything, you know. And what this episode is going to bring you is just a level of awareness that there's so much knowledge. There's knowledge everywhere around you regarding your cycle, regarding medication, regarding holistic health. Like, you have so much at your feet, whatever. But, you know, you have so many options. And I'm also going to offer you this. What is the relationship with this part of yourself and with this part of your cycle when you're not trying to constantly fix yourself how are you going into this kind of liberation and this place of like i want to support my body is it because 
or is it a relationship that's like I need this to go away or is it is it a position that's like or is it a relationship that's like this makes me feel really good and I feel like I'm closer with my body and far more compassionate and far more understanding of her needs after but before I still had that level of compassion and understanding just wanted to take it to that next level the reason why I offer you this is because in my journey with my cycle you know with Lyme I used to be so judgmental of my body hated my body and then I started looking at my cycle and realizing actually a lot of my symptoms that were quote-unquote Lyme symptoms and just like this imbalance in my body was happening in my luteal phase it was far more intense in my luteal phase so then I started working on my cycle and you know I was just like doing loads of research and stuff and it's wonderful and I think that it you know it, it has done such a beautiful thing for my system but again it went into these extremes of like I wasn't actually sitting with what was happening and why it was happening right like it's not the simple case of like, oh, I'm estrogen dominant. Like, you know, it's because of like all the plastics and it's the food I eat and that's it. I mean, it's a contribution, yeah. But there's far more to it, especially if your symptoms are really intense, right? You know, like I was debilitated during my luteal phase, completely. And I, um, I hated it so much. I hated it so much. And it has taken me, it has taken me this far in my journey to actually be comfortable enough with the reactions that are happening on my body and to feel comfortable enough to not necessarily have all the supplements and have all the support that you know, I could have, you know, once again, not should, could have, um, because once I actually started working with my inner world, I recognised and felt this relationship with my luteal phase ease, it wasn't about what time I was eating anymore, and, or hasn't been, to be fair, you know, it hasn't been about what time I've eaten and what foods I eat and blah, blah, blah. If anything, that stresses me out more. Because if you then think about my journey with food is that I also ended into a disorderly pattern with food when I was severely intolerant to everything. And then after hospital, like, you know, it, it has just been such a wild journey, which is what I've been writing about on my website. And so for me, and again, it's different for you, which is beautiful. And this is the whole point of this is that it's about awakening your medicine, not about you following mine. It's about you feeling the power within, about you recognizing your gifts as a sovereign, incredibly courageous woman who has the ability to unlock so much of her potential within here, <laughs> within our tissue and our fascia and our hormones and you know, there's just huge memory box in this vessel that we carry every day with us, or that we are, you know, that's a philosophical <laughs> question altogether, 
But anyway, now I've lost my train of thought because I love doing this. But what I'm saying is that my journey with food has then meant that I've had to respond in a way that's like, okay, well, instead of trying to follow all these rules about what supplements to take here, what to eat at this time, what foods and nutrients to consume at in this in my follicular and then in my luteal phase, I've actually had to take a step back and think, actually, what really nourishes my soul? Well, what nourishes my soul is when I listen to my body. So if I'm not hungry, I'm going to stop forcing because that's been a big part of my journey in my luteal phase I, I i i lose more appetite because i receive less dopamine so i have more of a i suppose um a lower nature in in my luteal phase so and for so long i've been forcing food down my throat and it's just got to a point where i was like what am i doing this for because it's really not getting to the root of anything it's making my system flatter up even more and it means that i literally have so much fog that i can't work on my business i'm not saying that that's necessary the desired state the desired state is to have an appetite throughout but what we're doing is we're honoring where we're at and we're meeting where we're at and what i'm guiding you here is to start listening to the urges of your body which is that trusting that your body will teach you everything that you need to know about yourself your body knows your body's why so therefore if you're not hungry it's a matter of saying okay i'm not hungry right now but what can i do to actually increase potentially increase my appetite because i do know that that's going to really nourish and serve me so then what I do is, is I actually move outside or I move into the sun or I lie down on my bed and I start having like giving myself a belly massage to start stimulating the juices. And I start to say to myself, OK, what actually seems really pleasurable right now? What actually really ignite? You know, what what sounds nice? What, what feels delicious? What would I like to eat rather than what should I what I should eat? And. This applies to everything. Like if you think about yourself in your neutral phase and you think about potentially like maybe your hook. So like for example, mine's food. So maybe you're more hooked on, um, I don't know, like the fact, like trying to get stuff done, even though like you're super fatigued because estrogen dominance can, you know, bring up an array of symptoms. What's your relationship with that part of yourself that's trying to overdo it when your system is clearly saying to you, I need more rest? What is your relationship with that part? So then you can use your medicine to soothe that part as well as start to slowly uncover, okay, what sort of mineral imbalances are in here? What, what can I be slightly curious about? What am I not forcing down my throat trying to fix but rather love? Okay. And you know what, like, there's also this, I think about, I think about like last year and how there's this concept of this perfect period. And I think every woman deserves to have a period that they feel truly in flow with and effortless in. Like, I, I don't think it's, it's right. I don't think it's, you know, it's, it's normal to necessarily have a, a really uncomfortable and intense cycle. Like, that's not what we, we're here for. Okay. But what we are here for is to start trusting the body that the body can and will begin to heal and produce the right amount 
of resources when we start to put ourselves and guide ourselves into a healing and resourceful state. And this idea of this perfect period was just really like making me disassociate from my experience and leaving me so like disempowered, you know, because we also have to think about like actually where are we getting our sources from who do we feel safe with working that's another thing as well it's like there's so many practitioners out there that you could work with right and there's an abundance and it's beautiful but like who do you genuinely feel safe with and this was another thing for me as well like you know I've worked with an abundance of practitioners you know regarding all kinds of things in my in my last five years and I've invested thousands and um, I've invested in tests and hormone tests and things and I started to understand the relationship that I was having with these practitioners and these people was that I was putting them on a pedestal and I was basically saying to them, fix me, give me the answers, fix me. But then what you would see is, is that this relationship would develop into me trying to take back control all the time and actually me not listening to their guidance because I just could not, I could not accept that this was going to be a slow and gradual process of coming into my body. I just wanted it to go away. I wanted it all to go away so I could literally just go back into out to the world and meet everyone's needs again and be the normal same Jess, whatever the hell that means. Um, and so then when I actually started working with, you know, a practitioner who I have a very deeply loving and supportive relationship with, even before I started actually investing in her financially and energetically, um, I... I trusted her. I loved her guidance. I enjoyed the process. I could absorb what she was saying. I felt I felt enough of her as I was in where I was now, rather than trying to continuously overreach and overstretch my system to meet the needs that, you know, right now she she for whatever reason doesn't feel that she can meet. And, you know, the ultimate thing was that we came into the container together and we said, you know, we just want you to get, we want to get you in a place of just easement and trust, of more acceptance of what's actually happening in your luteal phase, because that's always been the phase that has been the most challenging for me. And I have all the no's and why's, and I have all the no's and why's and what I could do, but there's just this great resistance and this great block. And for fucking forever, I've literally just been seeing that fucking wall being like, push through, push through, push through, and I'm like... It was exhausting. It wasn't loving. It wasn't kind. It, it 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 wasn't. It wasn't doing what I expected it to do. If anything, it was pushing me back into a place of like I'm not enough. I need this supplement instead. And I think once again, it's about really trying to attune to what you need. And and this whole idea of balance is well, maybe balance is not something that you can reach right now. Maybe it's about attuning to what you need. And so like with your luteal phase, honest to God, I become so fucking irritable. It's like unreal. Like I become so fucking irritable. And I just have this inner dialogue a lot of the time. Like, why do you do it like that? Like you're being stupid. And it's just like this real part of me comes out where it's just like, I literally cannot tolerate some of the human ex- existence right now. And I used to ridicule myself for that. I used to be like, I can't deal with stress in my luteal phase. 
I'm so tired and fatigued and fed up and depressed and and all these things and just even listing it makes me feel sad you know in terms of like like the way I'm describing myself to myself and being like you're all these things like what is wrong with you and of course I've used things along the way so for example I found really really integral and potent medicinal practices and supplements that have been very supportive so I'm not going against them because I love it I I find it very very um exciting and I suppose just I suppose kind of enjoyable just trying these things but it comes from a different why now it comes from a different place that's the whole point so I use Shilajit which I recommend to so many people when you know when they're in a place where they can tolerate a bit more food and um I love tart cherry juice during or like anything like hibiscus like really high potent vitamin c to increase dopamine during our luteal phase even that in itself investing in that can increase your bowel movements it can help you sleep better you know I mean I mean the the I I don't go a day without having hibiscus or tart cherry because I just genuinely love the sensations and the feelings I receive from those medicines um and you know that took exploration and curiosity to find that you know it wasn't just a fact of like um you know this is going to fix me it was more like I was just exploring and I found that to be the most beneficial out of many things actually uh, that I tried along the way and then you know in parts of my uh, luteal phase I've had to integrate more coffee enemas for example um and you know that was really helpful for me because yes like um there has been things going on for a long time that I'm slowly re- like I'm slowly kind of I suppose um integrating and understanding about my system but I'm not focusing that hard on it and so like recently I introduced cascara which is something that's really popular in the pro-metabolic community and I've had you know I've had issues with my bowel since my hospital accident and we know that in our luteal phase that our our pathways are our ways of being able to release estrogen so if we can't move you know stool through our for our intestines and we can't actually release that then we're we're containing a lot of estrogen which is then going to contribute to all these mood and and mood and mood and thought disorders or whatever you want to call them and just this overall sense of like you know I don't want to be in my body during this time like this is a really hated part of my chart my life at the moment so but again it's this aspect of like I try really hard to move away from this idea that this supplement's going to fix me, this practice is going to fix me, this is going to make me feel better, but instead, like, I think about what does my body need right now, like, rather than trying to constantly reach and reach and reach and overstretch, because I've been doing that for so long in my luteal phase, I think about what does my body need today, how can I nurture her without any expectations how I'm going to feel afterwards, and the reason why I actually move into this is because um, I have been talking to my, on my stories a lot about this, is that um, <laughs> I, I had a day the other day, well, I've had a few days actually, where I've literally just been like crying all the time. And that's another thing with 
uh, this part of our cycle is that we're we're building up to a release, a very important release. And you know, our our tissues and our fascia and our and our thoughts, you know, create this kind of like uh, far as says cauldron and such. And you know, our our bleed is a way of us being able to release things that we've you know we've probably soaked in during our cycle. So during our luteal phase it's really that pressure that's building up and it's about learning how to guide our bodies during that phase whilst also being curious and in a state of like you know what I, I i may desire some support along the way and you know i was going through this cry like i was crying a lot and you know it felt like an energy that wasn't mine and i was feeling it all here and when once I let go I let go <laughs> I completely let go and I was just in floods of tears and the kind of euphoric feeling that you get when you cry is something that I can't really describe to anyone because I think it's it's just like your personal experience with release but for me when I actually allow myself to like get sucked in and soak in the frustration and a little bit of the victimhood and the hardship and actually like really express that in a really safe and genuine and held container whether that be with my friendships with my mentor with a journal you know whoever it is it very quickly dissipates when I actually just fucking cry and express myself really truly radically and I took this questionnaire the other day that my mentor sent to me and a big part of like the hurry up is actually not wanting to slow down to sit with the emotions that we're having because our body's not used to slowing down and pacing. So I can see how far I've come because I literally create space to cry most days in my luteal phase because it's a very natural and more effortless release for me when I allow it to be rather than exercising and all these things for me I have to do things really like just really simple and when I feel those tears coming I'm like okay this is my exercise this is my practice come on <laughs> and it can take like a movie you know the movie we're watching was a rom-com and it just opened this portal for me and it, it you know this luteal phase kind of like frustration and deep sadness was actually containing so much about my cousin's death and this feeling of wanting intimacy and love and a connection with someone again. You know, it was about the fact that, you know, that whole day where I felt really, like, so was it yesterday the day before, that that day where I just felt completely overwhelmed, completely frustrated by my home situation and the, the cleanliness of the home and it really got to me I got in my head and I was like fuck this I want to get out of here like (laughs) and when I allowed myself to just fuck off and go into another home that I was looking after and just actually have the peace and quiet and the serenity I needed and then when I expressed myself to my friend it was like everything just became like way smaller and then that day actually that afternoon completely like did a U-turn and actually I had quite a lot of fun 
um, and I was talking, you know, to the people that I came back into their home after house sitting, and you know, I I found more more of a rhythm of how I could help out in the home that day, and it was as though like what seemed so big and so mag magnifying, like so yeah, just so obtuse me slowly shrunk and shrunk and shrunk down to such a manageable level that I could actually regulate and connect with people again which is what I felt I couldn't do before um I hope that was aligned with what I was saying because I think I lost my tangent again but again this like portal that I'm talking about your luteal phase is a divine state however your cycle is right now right but it's about bringing awareness to what your relationship with that part of yourself is which is ignited during your luteal phase because it isn't just a simple case of like you have a calcium and mag mag magnesium and iron imbalance and you're deficient in this and you're deficient in that why does that part live within you like what is she trying to say what are they trying to say what are they trying to express to you that you are not allowing to move through your vessel physically and emotionally um and so that's like really my experience with my luteal phase and my experience with my body and my vessel currently. And this is like, you know what? Like the kind of frustration and anger that builds up during the luteal phase, I literally swear all the fucking time. I literally like, I'm just like, fuck this, fuck that. But just having the awareness of like, okay, I'm preparing for a big release. Everything feels really huge and like magnified right now. Let's actually make a decision or maybe let's edge towards a decision. Maybe when I'm within the, the later stages of my release or when I'm in my follicular phase, how about I give myself way more space? Um, how about, you know, on the day, for example, that's what I was talking about, on the day where um, I was... Um, crying and I just felt really stressed out and sick and overwhelmed I didn't eat all day now in the pro-metabolic community or whatever community people will be like that's not that's not ideal that will make you feel worse that will do more harm than good I don't like that way of thinking I think that's harmful because that's not honoring where my system's at my body's at and if you think about the way that you would react in the wild if you felt that much overwhelm and that much frustration that much anger and that level of unsafety your your system and your organs that produce all these enzymes would go into a free state because you'd be like preparing to die or to be hunted or to hide for example you'd need to hide so when I have that awareness that oh okay my body's actually going into a bit of a free state right now because there's a lot to come out and you know she's feeling unsafe food is the last thing that I'm going to try and force down her if anything I'm going to try and hit up some fruit juice or some chocolate because that's full of magnesium and sugar exactly what I need at the time for my cells you know I need something easy I need something effortless I need something that's not going to even create even more stress in a system that has a difficult relationship with food right so if you can start to see this kind of like unraveling that I'm trying to describe to you here, you will see that that whole day I literally had like one or two meals and I completely surrendered and I said, well, I was in a really mobilized state. That's what I needed and that's what I gave myself. And then the next day I felt a bit like lying in the morning. I was like, 
you know, was it this morning, yesterday morning, but you know, it was just kind of a bit groggy and I wrote in my journal, I was like, fuck this, fuck that, like I'm fucking annoyed right now, like fuck, I'm so angry, I'm so down, like what the hell is going on? And it, honestly, it worked. <laughs> I was just writing work off in my journal. I was like, wow, this is really cool and really empowering. I love it. <laughs> and so just literally allowing myself to just, like, value the fuck out of myself in my journal in all of that kind of, like, inner chaos and desperation and frustration meant that my hunger came back and I had some pancakes. <laughs> And, you know, I've been doing work all morning and I haven't felt too hungry yet, but I just had some chocolate and, you know, my bleed's coming and she's a little bit slow this, 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 um, this phase round or this cycle in this cycle. And so I've just been laying like here in the sun and getting my yoni and my belly warm, allowing her to absorb the warmth. And again, I trust that when I give myself the space to want to be hungry, like when I say to myself, okay, Let's be curious about like food now. I'll go make something. I'll go make something and it'll be really easy and and it'll be okay. And you know, it'll be exactly what I need. Even if it's not the perfectly balanced macros, blah, blah, blah. You know, or I give a fuck, like I could eat a bar of chocolate and I'd be pretty happy actually because I've actually just given my boy what she wanted at the time so i'm aware that my web browser shuts off at um a 30 minute podcast so i'm just gonna pause it and then okay so let's carry this on and let's conclude together because unfortunately um the the conclusion or you know the kind of (laughs) hello and goodbye bit of the podcast got deleted yesterday so I'm actually coming to you meeting you where you're at today it's Wednesday I'm fully immersed in my bleed um but still feeling so so enwrapped and so so um just mesmerized by the awareness and the lessons that can really come through during our luteal phase. And the reason why I made this podcast and the reason why I've literally gone into such a personal and and deep unraveling for you, if I just used the word unraveling twice, I apologise. <laughs> but the reason I did that is because I would have needed this medicine and I would have needed someone, you know, these these last few years to have literally said this out loud to me to just make my life that little bit easier because everything has always felt quite hard and that is just being really true to you like I have found existing pretty hard a lot of my life for many reasons and that is not to put myself in a victimhood but that is just to express that things have just felt quite hard so every time I've been trying to fix myself it's made everything that little bit harder every time I've tried to follow through a podcast trying to implement strategies and it's literally put up such a resistance and block in my body that as I kept saying in that you know in the previous I suppose segment you know it I was pushing and forcing something that really did not want to happen and that's not to say that it can't happen 
but it's not where I'm at right now for whatever reason. And just this awareness and this level of compassion and giving yourself the fucking credit that you deserve is the medicine that you need right now in this moment wherever you are it's not here for me to tell you this is what you this is what supplement you need this is what you you need to get up every day and eat within 30 minutes you need to do this you need to do that like that sort of force that sort of rule can make a very sensitive system (laughs) even more stressed and overwhelmed and I don't think we should be ashamed of that anymore I'm fucking tired of being ashamed of how my body responds and is like it's tiring (laughs) and I'm getting emotional because it's fucking tiring not feeling enough and so I'm here to express to you and just bring you into this embrace that you are so enough and you are so worthy and you literally don't need to change anything about yourself it's literally about acknowledging and having the awareness that this is currently where you're at and you're attuning to your needs and it's about taking step by step it's taking it step by step it's about making movements that feel okay and safe for you and safety is not a bad thing again safety is not a bad thing safety is not something to feel like you know like I'm too comfortable no what you're doing is you're regulating slowly And the more you regulate and the more that you feel into your environment, the more risk you will gradually and very slowly take. The more your comfort zone will stretch. But comfortability and safety are key (laughs) in your cycle, in your, in, in sex, in money, (laughs) in, in your truth. Like, it's all interconnected and related. And so... I'm just here to just say to you that when you can just like embody and create the space to give yourself space during a sensitive and maybe hard and overwhelming time, you will see literally the magic of yourself awaken. It's like you literally give yourself the permission slip to be like, you know what, I'm fucking pissed today. I'm going to work with that. (laughs) And you know what? I was fucking pissed yesterday and I worked with that. And when we're not being hyper vigilant over the steps that we're taking every day in order to make something happen, something happens without (laughs) the, the, the need or the desperation for something to go away. Because we're not working from that place of fix anymore. We're working from that place of love. And there's this whole concept of like, is love like conditional? Is love unconditional? What I believe is that the approach that we desire to have with ourselves is unconditional. Because a lot of our life, love has been conditional, but it hasn't been a healthy form necessarily. It's been very, very messy. So if you need to use the word like unconditional love right now, you use that. You use this term like I'm going to be unconditionally accepted. Because I don't think anyone needs conditions right now with what's going on in the world. Like we don't need this idea of, you know, like we've literally been facing that all our life. Like, you know, at university, like there were conditions in order to be successful. There were conditions to me in order to feel like 
you know, I was on my game, that I was enough. You know, in my home life, there were conditions as to way that I would receive some form of love. I'm kind of over it because I can give myself love in any moment and love is what I make it. And love is what I am. Even when you don't feel like you're being very loving to yourself, just having that awareness, like, am I being loving to myself, is loving because you're reflecting on the way that you're talking to yourself. You're reflecting on the relationship that you have with yourself. That's why I love having awareness. Awareness is, like, the first step, and I think, like, it's like anything. It's like awareness can take us into so many portals, into so many lessons, into so many teachings, into so many conversations that then, like, allow us to move further and further inward towards our triggers and our mobilizations but if we literally don't have the conscious awareness of why we're acting as we are how on earth can we ever really understand how we exist in the world why we have chosen to embody this form this version of us right now so I know this is drifted but like the luteal phase and like the bleed together are just like whoa (laughs) like (laughs) it's just like a wild ride and it, it's such medicine to be able to sit here and talk about it because it has been something I've been so ashamed of for so many years and if you'd seen me a couple of years ago like you'd be like how is she talking about it now like it, that is that drastic like it's literally like my whole truth my whole language base my whole expression has transformed because I've being mentored and guided and loved in a way that's like you're enough as you are right now you're taking the gradual steps that you need you're listening to your body you're listening to your soul like it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be hard anymore so on that note go eat that fucking chocolate if that's what you're craving and (laughs) just remember that you can you can say fuck and it can feel good and you can literally be whoever you're allow you allow yourself to be in your luteal phase as long as you give yourself the space to express yourself radically and safely <sighs> so take a breath together as we got raveled up and riled up and just like yes powerful like this is powerful and potent and sacred it's all so sacred and it's all so safe here so i send you so many blessings i really hope you enjoy this episode as much as i have i welcome you into wednesday i literally woke up in a mood i journaled i had some tea i've literally done nothing as of yet and that is my plan as I bleed bleed quite heavily and I'm just gonna allow the ride of my emotions to just be what I honor today and I'm just gonna keep everything super simple and I hope that you can follow along too wherever you are in your cycle (laughs) much love take care of you um and remember to just express yourself radically because it's always been your birthright Ciao for now.